Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with my man, Gene Slade. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Good to see you today. Good to see you, dude. I've been really uh, looking forward to having this conversation with you. And, you know, we're in similar spaces to a degree. Well, we're, we're obviously in the same industry and we love sales. And you've recently, like myself, have been dove neck deep into artificial intelligence and I certainly want to get into that conversation but for folks that 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 might not know who you are just give us just a quick overview of who Gene Slate is three minutes work sure cool so um I grew up in Michigan and when I was 11 my father owned his own heating and air conditioning company and my uncle owned a plumbing company and so the summer when I turned 11 my dad said hey boy if you want food you want clothes come to work because he owned Slade's Heating and Cooling, right? It was a one-man show. And so I carried his tool bag for a few years until I was 14. And uh, eventually he ended up, I, I always joke and say that he fired me like a dozen times the first year, right? My dad was really, really tough and really like a disciplinarian. And so if I would leave the basement without something we didn't need anymore, right? He, he was like, boy, go sit in the truck the rest of the day, but clean it first. You know, I mean, he, he would really try to make those things sink in. So he made me a really good installer. He made me really good, efficient. Uh, but by the time I was 15, um, I was capable of doing a full install myself and had done many myself. So my father decided to hire um, a helper for me that was 21 and he would drive me around and I would teach him the business. Um, later on, I ended up in some management positions, but I loved sales. Uh, when I finally got into sales around 20, 21 years old, it was just a completely different world. And, and I loved the, the positive ability to increase my income, right? I was tired of making 40 grand a year as an installer, which pretty good for a young cat, right? But um, so I spent like three years in sales by myself and then eventually moved down to Florida and hooked up with some companies that really knew their stuff. I, I didn't ever plan on owning my own air conditioning company because I watched my father struggle for years. And so, but eventually I ended up moving to Florida and helped some companies grow. And then one day found myself in a position where I was ready to start my own company and uh, really wasn't ready, but I was starting to get ready. And what, what had happened was, Corey, <laughs> I went to um, take my mechanical contractor's exam. Now, I want to warn you, I, I didn't buy any books. I didn't study. I didn't do any of that stuff. I just figured, what's the best way to prepare for an exam? go take it. Right. And I was nowhere near ready to start my own air conditioning company because I didn't have any money, but I took the test and I passed both the mechanical and the law. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I, I was just like, I can't believe this, right? Well, the next day I went back to work, and I don't even know how my boss knew that I had taken the test, but he showed up after I did a training session for like 42 technicians, and him and the other owner ended up waving me back to their office and told me my services were no longer needed. And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, we found out that you passed your mechanical contractor's exam. And um, that just means that we no longer need your services. Now, I had a five-week-old baby boy. I had just signed a brand new lease. Uh, and, and this is in 0405. No, it was, no, it's probably, yeah, it was seven. It was, it was like a $2,300 a month lease back then. Damn just signed it and I had a 50 mile non-compete. Oh, and I had a hundred dollars between four bank accounts Ooh. because I was paying off all my debt. Um, so like talk about panic mode. So I took out is I, I went home and I'm on the drive home. I'm trying to figure out what am I going to do? This is a really bad situation to be in. And I didn't really want to spend another three or four years trying to convince some other hard-headed contractor that I knew how to grow a business, right? We were the eighth or ninth fastest growing company in all industries in all Tampa Bay. So, yeah. So on the way home, I decided I was going to go ahead and start my company. I had to move 120 miles south. I had to take out 21 credit cards. And I had to go down within hours and buy two trucks before the banks realized I didn't have a job. So you want to talk about like an all in moment where you push everything to the center and you go for it. That was what happened. Um, I ended up moving down to Southwest Florida, 130 miles South to get away from my non-compete, got my own radio show on the weekends. And my first show Dropped 27 customers in my lap. Dang. My first, first two-hour radio show. And I had been doing that for years up at this other company. So I knew I could get leads, and I knew how to sell. So I knew that if I could just get in a customer's house, even if it were free, that I would be okay. And so I, I decided I don't want to do even – I don't even want to do installs, right? Because that means I'm going to have to hire other people. So our motto was, we don't sell new air conditioners. We just make yours run better. Okay. And customers loved that because they were so sick and tired of people coming out. And if they had a five-year-old or a 10-year-old or a seven-year-old system, they're constantly being told, you need to replace this thing. Right? And so, and this was right before the economy collapsed in 2008. And in, in hindsight, it was a really, really smart move. And I'm talking to people about this today. Corey, because we're seeing some similar things happening in our economy. And if you guys, guys, it's not going to be 80-20 anymore. A lot of you guys have got a business that's 80-20 or 80% replacement, 20% service. If you don't strengthen your service department right now, you are in for a few tough years potentially. And fortunately, I didn't have to worry about installations, inspections, all of the, oh my God, inspections, failing and passing inspections, right? I mean, we've all been there. Anyhow, um, six years and one day after I started that company, I sold it for a seven-figure profit. We became the 59th fastest-growing construction company in the country, privately held, said Inc. Magazine. 
Um, and then I basically went into semi-retirement, Corey, for like five months. And then I was sitting on the couch one day trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I went, you know what? I know how to do radio. I know how to generate leads. I'll just do that for other companies. So I took my 27-page script, changed it for companies, created a checklist, made sure they were willing to do the tune-up stuff that I was going to talk about. And then I went and bought radio for them. And I charged them 50 bucks every time the phone rang. And um, boom, I mean, had a new business. And I had... I was generating 2,000 new customers a year for some customers. All right. So I got to stop you right there. All right. So when you say radio, there's so many things I want to stop you at. Um, all right. So the radio show. All right. So you, how did you, you know, I don't, I don't know how easy it is to get a radio show. I mean, it's easy to start a podcast now. I don't know how, how easy is it to roll into a radio station being, in the industry that you're in, which I would imagine would not be super popular. I don't know. What did you talk about? How did that, can you paint a little bit more picture of what that looked like? For sure. So uh, talk stations like political talk stations have something called block programming on the weekends. And that's where you can buy 30 or 60 minutes worth of time. And you can talk about what you want to talk. So uh, talk about so long as the station and the producers feel like it's bringing value to the audience and that people are going to like it and not turn tune out. Right. So there are some places that, that won't take an air conditioning or plumbing or electrical show, but my show was about maintenance, Corey. What, why should you have maintenance on your heating and air conditioning system? What are the pitfalls of doing business with HVAC or plumbing or electrical contractors? What should you look out for and be aware of? What does the drive-by tune-up look like? How long does a tune-up really take? And what should be done on that tune-up, right? And then five or six times throughout the hour, I would stop and say, if we sound like the type of company that you'd like to do business with, or you'd like working on your stuff at your house, we're going to give you an opportunity to get this tune up for 39 bucks or for free is what I did for the first two years. I didn't sell one tune up the first two years. And um, we did very, very well. Lots of indoor air quality stuff. Um, Shit. We did $15 million, I think in indoor air quality sales in the six years. Just an IAQ That's outside, wild. yeah, outside of any systems, and we weren't we weren't a company that really went for the system. We I was taught by my mentors that replacements in a stable business are supposed to come from your service department, right? That if you're constantly cannibalizing your own customer base when there are shifts in trends and financing and things like that, you can get swept away with the tide. So um, we really focused on the service side of the business, which was super profitable. And um, yeah, I mean, the other thing was by the time I was ready to sell the company, I hadn't like devoured my base. So we were dealing with a different conversation than a lot of contractors are. They looked at my base and said, holy crap, um, 66% of this base is 10 years old or older. Right. So it was like a, 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 it was like cherry picking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened, bro. That's wild. Um, okay, so 
And, and that was once a week you would do that 30 to 60 or 30 to 60 oh, shit. minute time slot? <laughs> um, well, I started out with a two hour show on one station. And eventually, after about two years, I had bought up everything that was within 50 or 60 miles of my shop. Any extra inventory. I was on every single station at least once, if not four times a week. Dang. Yeah. We were generating uh, almost 3,000 new customers a year. Could you at do the, that at the now? End. I'm just curious. I, like, would that work? I do do it now. Oh, you do do it now? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I was actually just talking to a contractor yesterday about it. They wanted to know more about the radio show. It, the dynamic has changed a little bit because a lot of traffic's gone to social. Right. Sure. That's not to say it doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't bring in the volume that it used to. Right. Because there aren't as many eyeballs. But when you think about it, talk radio people typically stay on that station and they don't turn it off. Right. They're very loyal listenership. And um, like you also get the repetition in and people tune in and tune out at different times. So like, the f- funny story, I was over at. um a friend's house at a little church group type gathering. And one of the guys that had been in the church for a while, he knew me and he came up and we started talking to each other. And he was like, Hey, that radio show on the weekend is just absolutely amazing, man. He's like, I don't know how you come up with new stuff to talk about every single week. And I went, what are you talking about? And he goes, it just must be really difficult to come up with the content. And I said, dog, you're listening on 770 ESPN, right? He goes, yeah. I said, I've been playing the same show on that station for two years. What do you mean? I had been playing the same show for two years. Now, think about it. You got different marketing pieces, right? Some work, some don't. Different pitches work, and some do and some don't, right? So I spent like $1.3 million on this type of advertising while I was in business, and about 600000 of it didn't work great. But one day, I found this show that just hit. And then the next week that I was supposed to go into the station at 6 a.m., I was sick. So I called my producer. I said, hey, will you just run the show from last week? It did amazing. He ran that show, and it hit. Next week, I did the same thing. Next week, I did the same thing. I never went in again. Oh, my gosh. It hit so good. I, I figured out exactly what the clients needed to say. It took me seven hundred grand to figure it out. But once I figured it out, um, I, it was I put it on autoplay. I even patched two different recordings that were completely different. You could hear the sound difference to add different telephone numbers in so I could test on other stations and it still worked. Like you could tell the difference in the audio between the two clips and we go up and down and up and down, but people still stayed tuned in and still bought. And I created an urgency, a sense of urgency out of thin air, Corey. It didn't matter whether it was January, June, October didn't matter. People were tuned in and and I got them emotional and then I gave them an opportunity to become part of the family and they did. And um, the biggest challenge we had, Corey, was, you know, Saturday and Sunday mornings, people didn't want to answer the phones and answering services suck. And we tried that and it didn't work. And so that was the biggest challenge. But today we don't have to worry about that because we have our artificial intelligence to answer the telephone. That's right, dude. And I look, I think you solved I I I knew, you know, I don't I don't even know how much I told you. I don't even know if I've told you that much about the CSR AI that we developed that you know, everybody listens, you know, everybody records their calls, right? They don't nobody goes back and listens to them. There's gold 
in those calls, if you really want to put some power behind your CSRs, you can hear the customer, you can hear the CSR, you can tell when they're doing well, you can tell if they're asking the right questions, whatever metrics you want to put on it, we can get that to you almost in real time. And amazing. So, amazing. So in that process, what I realized is that, well, I stumbled across, you know, uh, some of the some of the newer uh, conversational AI stuff. Now, when I stumbled across of across it, it, you know, it was kind of it, it needed work. It needed a lot of work. Yeah. But it felt like this is for sure the future. Like, I know. I knew I knew as soon as I heard it, it was the future. And I knew this is what it was going to be used for. And so, you know, you had sent me, uh, you, you, you sent me a call, which we'll play in a moment, um, yesterday. And, and I went through the conversational AI because I was, you know, I want to make sure if we're going to have a conversation about this, that it is what we're saying it is. Right. And I'll be the first to tell you, it, I was shocked that it responded the way it did. It answered the questions the way I asked it. Um, there was very little lag time. The only reason I think I would have known outside of knowing, because I've listened to them, that it was artificial intelligence is because it says artificial intelligence. And I, I'm not so sure I'd keep that in there. I'll be honest, because it's so good that, I don't think you need to say that. I really don't think you need to say that. Um, can I address? Can I address that? Yeah, please. So we're doing, you know, testing with our initial beginning clients, and I just stuck with one of my very, very good clients for the initial testing before we started releasing it to our, our other clients. And the feeling that I got in listening to some of the telephone calls was that. Some customers could feel like we're trying to pull something over on them. And that if, if, if it's me, if I'm on the telephone and I'm suspicious about whether or not this is a robot, I might just probably, I might just hang up. And I think there's a certain percent of the population that'll do that. And I just thought, how do I, how do I get permission to interact with these people so, yes, I put in the beginning, um, you know, I, I asked them not to hang up. And then I say, hey, listen, I, I'm the newest member of ABC Heating and Cooling's team. And I'm actually a customer artificial intelligence that can do this and this and this. Right. And this call is only going to take 60 seconds. Is that cool or something? Like that. I'm testing different strips right now. And I just thought, like, if we can be super transparent, I think that we can get it to be adopted faster. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let me share this so, different perspective, though. Yeah. In some of the other calls, well, until until the last probably week, we did not announce that it was an artificial intelligence. And so we were booking calls, you know, without people saying, or is this an AI or anything? They didn't even know. Um, but there's a percentage, there's a chance that some of them might suspect. And so... I'm not saying that we're going to continue to announce that it's AI, but I'm doing the split tests right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does the airline announce that they're using AI? Hell no. no. Does no, Amazon, whenever you're talking through the prompts and all that shit? No. But no. I would argue everybody listening to this 
has talking to has talked to an AI series of AI, right? Yeah. They're all really kind of already programmed to accept this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think the adoption is going to be greater than what maybe we think. Maybe we're biased because we understand it a lot better than most people. But your average Joe is not going to know, dude. I just don't think they're going to know. I think you're right. I really do. It's gotten so good over the last four months or so. I And it's taken a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And uh, it's been a lot of anxiety <laughs> like to be the first. And um, so we've experienced all the problems and all the bugs. We've helped to get them fixed. But I, I love the way that it's shaping up. And it's finally a product that now I can I can feel good sending out to my customers. So we actually opened up our waiting list again. And now we're taking more orders. Uh, it takes us, it'd probably take us 60 days to get somebody set up. But um, if somebody's listening to this and they're interested in this, after you hear this telephone call that Corey made, to, well, with the AI last night, we actually had to call him. And uh, Corey was kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I asked him some interesting questions. Right? So, and, and just, just to be clear. About- no, I know. But to be clear, like, when you say blood, sweat, and tears, software is an entirely different animal than what people really think. They think, oh, it's just AI. It's just Matt. Absolutely not. There's so much that goes into this, so much money, so much time, so many people. Like, it's just not as easy as you think it is. So if you're thinking about using some sort of an AI that you haven't heard of, guess what? You're going to have to go through the same pains that, that Gene has. I've been through them. You've been through them. And they're a nightmare. So you could just buy nightmare. something that works or you could go down the nightmare street. Either either, either way, right? Either way. I'll tell you, Corey, if, if I hadn't had the number of people committed to this and put my name on it, I may have quit in the last six months. I may have quit. It's that hard and frustrating. Um, but uh we're finally there, at least with this first product. Um, we're working on all the inbound telephone call stuff right now, which should be easier than this was. And then we can get to building other cool products. Well, I think it solves a massive problem for the industry because uh, at the end of the day, uh, we don't really have, in my opinion, and I'm probably going to piss some people off when I say this, but we don't have a great after hour. I've never heard anybody say, hey, dude, I got a great after hour service that I love. No. Nope. Doesn't happen. Doesn't nope. happen. No. Nope. So, I've had the best companies, man. People with 300 people under the roof. And one person sounds great. And the other one sounds like Lurch from the Adams family. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. All right, so you'll have to let me know how this sounds uh, from here. I'm going to go ahead and play this call. And, you know, this happened last night. Okay, so. All right, let me know if you can. Hey, Corey. Can you hear it? Hey. Yeah. Hey, this is Katie from Instant Air. We're the company you use for your furnace and air conditioner, so please don't hang up. It's important. I know you're busy, so I promise to keep it short, 60 seconds or less. Is that okay? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. As the newest member of the Instant Air team, I'm actually a customer service to artificial intelligence. My purpose is to provide you with a superior client experience, and I'm learning and improving with every call I make. Plus, I'm available for you around the clock every day. 
So I'm curious, would you mind if I assist you when you first call in for service or when there's an important reminder or appointment? Sure, I don't see why not. That's great to hear. We're always here to assist you whenever you need us. Also, I wanted to remind you that it's time for your annual furnace tune-up. We want to make sure you don't have to deal with any unexpected breakdowns when the cold weather hits. Could you let me know what days of the week generally work best for you for us to come by? Friday. Perfect. Let me check our schedule. It looks like we have a couple of appointments available. How about Friday, January 12th? We have slots available at 8 a.m. EST or 9.30 a.m. EST. Which one works best for you? Let's try next the next Friday. No problem. Let me check our schedule for the following Friday. How about Friday, January 19th? We have slots available at 10 a.m. EST or 2 p.m. EST. Which one works best for you? Could you come at 4 p.m.? I apologize, but we don't have a slot available at 4 p.m. on Friday, January 19th. However, we do have an opening at 2 p.m. EST. Would that time work for you? I guess. Great. I've scheduled your annual furnace tune-up for Friday, January 19th at 2 p.m. Hey, EST. Katie. Our technician will be there to ensure your furnace is in top condition hey, for the Katie. upcoming season. Is there anything Katie. else I can assist you with? Yes. Sure. What else can I assist you with? We're having some allergy issues. Is that something that you could check out? Absolutely, we can help with that. Did you know that poor indoor air quality can contribute to allergy symptoms? We can check your air filters, ductwork, and overall air circulation to ensure a healthier environment for you. Our goal is to make you more comfortable in your home and alleviate any allergy issues. Would you like us to include an air quality check during your appointment? Yeah, what is that going to cost me? That's a smart question. Most importantly, we're going to check your heat exchanger. That's the part that's known to crack and leak carbon monoxide. We'll also inspect your air filters, ductwork, and ventilation system to ensure proper air circulation and minimize allergens. Our technician will provide a comprehensive assessment of your indoor air quality and recommend any necessary solutions. Rest assured, we'll do our best to address your allergy concerns. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yes, one of my rooms in my house is cold as the winter storm. Oh, I see. The winter storm can definitely affect the temperature in different areas of your house. Our technician can take a look at your heating system and assess if there are any issues causing the room to be colder. They'll check for proper airflow and insulation to ensure even heating throughout your home. We'll do our best to address this concern during your appointment. Is there anything else I can assist you with? How long do you think this appointment is going to last with you checking all these things? That's a great question. On average, our furnace tune-up appointments usually last around 60 to 90 minutes. However, the duration can vary depending on the specific needs of your system and any additional services required. Rest assured, our technician will work efficiently to complete the necessary checks and address any concerns you may have. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah, could you also tell me about um, what kind of filter options I'll have. Of course. When it comes to filter options, we have a few recommendations. If you're using a one filter, we suggest a pleated filter that you can't see through. These provide good filtration and should be changed every one to three months. Alternatively, if you have the space, a five thick pleated filter is a great choice. These are less restrictive and can last anywhere from six to 12 months before needing to be replaced. 
Our technician can assess your current filter and provide advice on the best option for your specific needs. Is there anything else I can assist you with? We've got a bunch of ferrets, birds, and few dogs, and one or two cats. I mean, does that affect all this stuff? Uh, having pets can indeed have an impact on your HVAC system and indoor air quality. The fur, dander, and feathers from your pets can accumulate in the filters and ductwork, affecting airflow and potentially worsening allergies. During the appointment, our technician will take into consideration your pets and assess the condition of your filters and ductwork. They may recommend more frequent filter changes or additional measures to ensure optimal air quality. Rest assured, we'll do our best to address any concerns related to your pets. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah, so what if I need to replace my ductwork? If it's determined that your ductwork needs to be replaced, our technician will provide you with a detailed assessment and recommendations. They'll explain the reasons for the replacement and discuss the options available to you. We understand that replacing ductwork can be a significant investment, so we'll work with you to find the best solution that fits your needs and budget. Our goal is to ensure efficient and effective airflow throughout your home. Is there anything else I can assist you with? What about financing? That's a great question. We do offer financing options for larger projects like ductwork replacement. Our team can provide you with more information on the financing plans available and help you choose the one that best suits your needs. We want to make sure that you have flexible payment options that fit within your budget. Is there anything else I can assist you with? So on this maintenance plan that you keep talking about, this tune-up plan that I have, why is that I'm paying for that anyway? This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. That's a valid question. The maintenance plan or tune-up plan is designed to ensure the longevity and optimal performance of your HVAC system. By regularly maintaining your system, we can catch any potential issues early on, prevent breakdowns, and improve energy efficiency. The cost of the plan covers the expenses associated with the professional inspection, cleaning, and maintenance of your furnace. It also includes priority service and discounts on any necessary repairs. Ultimately, investing in the maintenance plan can save you money in the long run by reducing the likelihood of costly repairs or premature system replacement. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Y'all just replaced my system a year ago. Do you really think I need all that crap? I understand your concern, and it's great to hear that you had your system replaced recently. While a new system is certainly more reliable, regular maintenance is still important to ensure its optimal performance and longevity. The maintenance plan helps to identify any potential issues early on, prevent breakdowns, and keep your system running efficiently. It also provides you with priority service and discounts on any necessary repairs. It's an investment in the long-term health of your HVAC system. However, if you prefer not to enroll in the maintenance plan, we can still schedule a one-time tune-up for your furnace. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah. Um, do you also Sure, what else can I I'm getting there, Katie. Damn. Calm down. My apologies if I came across as too eager. 
I'm here to assist you and want to make sure I provide the information you need. Please take your time and let me know if there's anything specific you'd like to discuss or any questions you have. I'm here to help. I have, Katie, I have four rental houses I'm looking to do all the same stuff in. Can you work on those as well? Absolutely. We can definitely assist you with the maintenance and service needs for your rental houses. We have experience working with multiple properties and can provide consistent and reliable service for each one. Whether it's furnace tune-ups, air quality checks, or any other HVAC-related services, we've got you covered. Just let us know the details of each property, and we'll make sure to schedule appointments accordingly. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah. Is there a discount for multiple houses underneath the same maintenance plan? That's a great question. We do offer discounts for multiple properties enrolled in our maintenance plan. It's a great way to ensure consistent and reliable HVAC service for all your rental houses while saving on the overall cost. Our team can provide you with more information on the specific discounts available and help you enroll all your properties under the same plan. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah, fire. That's really great news, Katie. I'm glad to hear that you're pleased with the information. We strive to provide excellent service and value to our customers. If you have any further questions or need assistance with anything else, please don't hesitate to reach out. We're or here Katie. to help. Thank you for considering instant Katie. care for your HVAC needs. Whoa, have a whoa, wonderful Katie. day. Katie. Oops, Katie. my apologies for getting carried away there. Thank you for reminding me. Is there yeah, anything you else got I carried can carried away, you Katie. With? Just calm down. Look, I'm, I need to know who's coming out to my house. What is the technician's name? And is he going to call me first? Is he going to send me a video first? How do I know who this person is? I apologize for any confusion. When scheduling your appointment, we'll provide you with the name of the technician who will be coming to your house. They will also give you a call prior to their arrival to confirm the appointment and discuss any specific details. While we don't typically send videos of our technicians, rest assured that all our technicians are highly trained professionals. Additionally, we run a nationwide criminal background check on all our coworkers before they join our team. If you have any concerns or specific requests regarding the technician, please let us know and we'll do our best to accommodate them. Is there anything else I can assist you with? The last technician that came out to our house with a different company was high as a kite. Do y'all drug test? I understand your concern and I apologize for any negative experience you may have had in the past. At Instant Air, we prioritize the safety and professionalism of our technicians. We have a strict policy that includes drug testing as part of our hiring process. Rest assured that we take these matters seriously and ensure that our technicians are reliable and trustworthy. If you have any specific concerns or requests regarding the technician assigned to your appointment, please let us know and we'll do our best to address them. Is there anything else even I can assist you with? Yeah, do you also test for marijuana? We appreciate your concern and I understand that drug testing policies can vary. At Instant Air, we prioritize the safety and professionalism of our technicians. While we do conduct drug testing as part of our hiring process, it's important to note that our focus is primarily on substances that may impair job performance or pose a safety risk. If you have any specific concerns or requests regarding the technician assigned to your appointment, please let us know and we'll do our best to address them. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah, do you do you have a female technician you can send out? Absolutely, we can certainly accommodate your request for a female technician. We understand that some customers may feel more comfortable with a technician of a specific gender. 
When scheduling your appointment, please let us know your preference and we'll do our best to assign a female technician to your service. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Well, I'll just tell you this, Katie. I'm gay and I'd like to have a gay technician come out. Is that possible? Thank you for sharing that with me. We appreciate and respect your preferences. While we cannot guarantee the sexual orientation of our technicians, we can assure you that we prioritize professionalism, respect, and inclusivity in our team. If you have any specific requests or concerns, please let us know and we'll do our best to accommodate them. Our goal is to provide you with the best service possible. Is there anything else I can assist you with? What about diversity? Do you put a lot of emphasis on diversity inside of your company? Absolutely, diversity and inclusion are important values within our company. We believe in creating a workplace that celebrates and embraces diversity in all its forms. We strive to foster an inclusive environment where everyone feels valued, respected, and supported. We actively promote diversity in our hiring practices and ensure equal opportunities for all individuals. If diversity is an important factor for you, we're proud to say that it's something we prioritize. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yeah, I don't really care that much about diversity. I was just asking to see what you'd say. I understand and I appreciate your curiosity. If you have any other questions or if there's anything else I can assist you with, please let me know. I'm here to help. Katie. Yes, how can I assist you further? What brands of systems do you carry there? Great question. We service all the top brands like Carrier, York, Trainee, American Standard, Goodman, and Bryant. We can install almost anything you want. The technician or supervisor will likely recommend a brand that they feel will work best for your unique situation. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Which one do you think is better, Katie? As an AI, I don't have personal opinions or preferences. However, all the brands I mentioned are reputable and well-known in the industry. The best choice for you would depend on factors such as your specific needs, budget, and any existing infrastructure in your home. Our technicians are knowledgeable and experienced in working with different brands, and they can provide you with expert advice on which one would be the best fit for your situation. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Yep. So I, I know that my a, the, 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 the AC part of my system is good. Can you just change out the furnace if I need you to? Certainly. If the AC part of your system is working well and you don't have any specific concerns or issues related to it, we can focus on scheduling a tune-up specifically for your furnace. Our technician will ensure that your furnace is in top condition for the upcoming season. Is there anything else I can assist you with? Well, let me think about that. I think I've asked you about every asinine question I can think of. So, Katie, I think you did a pretty good job. Last question. Uh, just make sure you send a woman to the house, a female that's preferably gay. Thank you for your feedback, and I'm glad I could assist you. We'll make a note of your preference for a female technician, and while we cannot guarantee the sexual orientation of our technicians, we'll do our best to accommodate your request. If you have any further questions or need assistance in the future, please don't hesitate to reach out. Have a great day. Katie. Yes, how can I assist you further? Can I get you can I get a hell yeah before we get off the phone? Hell yeah. I'm here to help and provide you with the best service possible. If you have any more questions or need assistance in the future, don't hesitate to reach out. Have a fantastic day.
Boom, dude. Oh. Here's what here's what just trips me up about this thing. Like, there's zero chance you're going to get that good of a customer service rep. I don't give a shit if it's the top company on the planet. You're not going to get somebody that educated. Nope. Ever. It's not possible. No, it's not. It's not possible. And this is what we've been waiting for before we go wide with this thing is to get it to this point. And like I said, blood, sweat, and tears. When I was listening to that call last night, I'll tell you, I, I think I shed a tear. I really did. Um, because I think we're finally at a place where we can make a massive impact for contractors. And guys, listen, this is not about replacing your CSRs. This is about replacing tasks that are mundane that sometimes affect us negatively emotionally, right? You, you notice the thing didn't get upset. It actually apologized when you're like, hold, calm down. Right? <laughs> um, and then we can retrain those people, reskill them for higher paying and better positions and have an even greater customer service experience for our clients. That's what this is about. Yeah, you're setting the your your current CSRs up for an absolute home run if they you know to get if, if they need to get on the phone like it, it it's it's teed up perfectly for them yeah. like the, the, you could set a, a box of rocks in on the phone and it would be able to do a great job at this point yeah yeah it's incredible <laughs> and, and it's it's not one csr it's an unlimited number of them it can answer or make as many telephone calls as we needed to make in like no time at all so now, all right. So let me ask you this: Are they all that persona? Are they all Katie, so to speak, or is there male voices or other female voices? Like, or, or is every company you deal with going to get the same record? No, there are many voices now. There were only two to begin with, but in the last several months, we've we we now have a um, like a southern accent woman. Um, there is like three Caucasian voices, there's um, Australian, there's UK, there's a couple different uh, voices. And I think there's probably five or six to choose from at least. Uh, but we like that one. We also like the British male voice. It's a really calming, soothing voice. I agree. Uh, I totally agree. And I guess depending on where your the company's located, if it's you know a Southern company that needs a Southern draw that you could match that up with the region, right? Yep. I would imagine. So what exactly. happens, and I, and I just don't know the answer to this, but what if it's, is it bilingual by chance? Are we there yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet, but again, in the works. Sure. I There's can several, imagine. several different uh, languages that we're working on. Okay. Excellent. Um, yeah, dude, like I, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm pretty blown away at how well that responded because I'll tell you the, you know, previous iterations of this, let's call it two months ago, it would interrupt in weird times and it would be like, it would make, you know, like a almost a, not a screeching sound, but a, a very noticeable weird sound sometimes when it, when it would start to respond and you would know, and that would, that was a turnoff, but this yeah. none of that. 
No, this one was this was a textbook call, and and the second one that you did was hilarious too. Like you were talking about, it's screeching, it's screeching, and there, yeah, it's like I'm really, I know how annoying that could be. Right? Oh, that's right. Oh, it was great, man, absolutely great. So yeah, I mean, we're there. It's here. It's the it's not the future anymore. It's the present. It's what it's what's available now, and um. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, it's just been a lot of work. Well, I'll tell you one thing that we have not even discussed as to why this conversational AI is is so good and can and why did, why can it answer all of these questions? Because you've taken your knowledge over the last X number of two decades or however long it's been, and that's the reason it's able to answer these calls the way they are. Is that right? Yeah, you know, we're fortunate now to be one of the leading sales trainers in the trades. And so we have all of the scripting, all of the word tracks. We know the language patterns. So essentially, we're programming me into this computer. And so I'll be answering the telephone calls. I'll be making sales follow-ups. I'll be calling, getting surveys from customers and and turning those into reviews. Um, Yeah, it's essentially me inside the computer. So, all right. So let's just say, um, let's shift to, uh, it'll be a slightly different example, but let's pretend that a storm hits Raleigh, North Carolina tonight, and it destroys uh, roofs all over the place, right? Storm chasers come up. I mean, I'm sure you're a little bit familiar with roofing a a little bit. Yeah. Storm chasers come up, they run ads, they got door knockers. What happens now when you've got a technology like this, if you've got the phone numbers, which you can get, and you can deploy how many phone numbers to this specific area and get people on the phone and get them booking uh, appointments for somebody to come out and replace their roof. Bro. Game changer. Game changer. Game changer. And, and, and it's not like I can only make one phone call at a time. I can make thousands all at the exact same time if i want i could call a thousand people in five minutes or less yeah speed to lead like i mean pure definition of speed to lead like yeah yeah and did you did you realize like did you pick up how fast it pulled appointments out of the calendar Yes. Like that's what somebody else said to me the other day. Somebody said, there's no CSR on earth that can pull those appointments that fast. You have one at Friday at 2 p.m. No, I'm sorry. We don't. But I do have this and this and this. Right. Man. Talk about efficiency. Yeah. So that's connected with your uh, if if we're talking about a business who's using this, it's connected with their CS. No, CSR. CRM. Yeah. CRM. Their service Titan. Their whatever. Whatever it is you use. Uh, this is connected to that calendar. Uh, I was going to say some, one more thing about that. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I lost it. But either way, so yeah. Oh, I know what it was. On the other call that we didn't play, when she gave me my two times, she said, let's call it 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Yeah. And what I responded back was, great. Friday at 9 p.m. sounds good. She went, oh, hang on. Maybe we had a miscommunication. It's 9 a.m., not 9 p.m. And I did that to see if it would catch right. the, the, the miscommunication, so to speak. Like, it's freaking dialed in, dude. It's yeah. dialed in. Like, 
It's mind blowing, man. It's absolutely mind blowing. And I would encourage, you know, anybody, look, this is going to become a household thing. This is going to become a, a, every business in the country is going to be using this because it is going to save you so much time, so much money on efficiency. Yes, there are going to be some employees that probably don't have jobs because of this. But but again, we're not trying to erase the workforce. We're trying to make them better. And think about how much human error happens in a call when they don't find out how the system is. They don't find out how when's the last time someone came out. They don't ask these really simple questions that every single call should ask. But there's human error. Maybe Jenny is you know over here texting or looking at the other CSR and just doesn't doesn't ask the question right? right that's immeasurable at this point how much money and time that's going to save companies it, you are all paying for it whether you do it or not right you're, and you're paying way more to not do it than to do it yeah Hell crazy yeah yeah because yeah. you send a send a technician out to uh you know a a, a 10 year old i'm uh, sorry if you have a technician, your best technician that you send out accidentally on a maintenance call. This happens all the time when they should be going out to a 10 or 15 year old system. Now, what does that cost you? Could be $25,000 yep. times that by 10 every single time, <laughs> right? I mean, you see crazy. it, bro. You yeah. see it. Not everybody sees the things that you see, but it's it, this is going to save and make people millions. 100%. A hundred percent. So get your head wrapped around this, folks, because it, it it's here. And so I would encourage anybody, look, try it out. Test it. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you got your prices mapped out yet. I don't know how all that works. Oh, yeah. All that's mapped out. And we're now we've opened up the waiting list. So we're, we're going to start taking clients now. Excellent. So 60 days tops, uh, we think, approximately 60 days. Depends on how many people get in front of you. That's fair. That's totally fair because look, this is going to go viral, in my opinion. Yeah, without yeah, doubt, we're going to have to. We're going to need more help. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Lead Ninja's going to need more help for sure. And look, I mean, look, anybody that's in this industry knows who you are. They know your background in sales. They know how much you get paid to go out or how much you used to get paid, whatever you would do on sites. I don't think you have the time to do that much anymore, but it's a small fortune. I mean, I'm just going to be completely transparent. Like you charge a, a tremendous amount of money to go out for very good reason, because you have the results to back it up. Now you get that you inside of these calls without having to pay God awful amounts of money. Yeah, it's. I mean, you, you're looking at a, a bare bones minimum of sixty thousand to a hundred grand, somewhere between there, to get us out to your shop for four to five half days. Yeah. And now, now you have me programmed into your computer system, and, and I'm just doing it for you, as opposed to continuing to charge you for training. So what's next? Uh, you know, you've gotten this hammered out pretty well. Like it's pretty, pr pretty solid. I, 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 I don't. I, I would poke holes in it if I could. I tried yesterday. Yeah. So what's what do you think's coming next as far as you know, Lead Ninja uh, AI? What do you can you talk about that? Yeah, hundred percent. We're we're in the middle middle of building out the inbound call process, 
So from all of your marketing to all of your telephone numbers, anytime anybody calls in, we'll be able to answer all of those telephone calls for you and book them on your schedule. In the future, we will have the ability to do a live transfer to human being if it's during business hours and there's something we can't deal with or somebody just really wants to talk to human. So module two is the inbound telephone call. Uh, module three is going to be uh, surveys and reviews. So when a technician leaves the house, the CRM notifies the AI and the AI then calls and does a quick survey. If the survey goes well, they'll ask them on a scale of one to five, how would you rate the service and why? When they give us the answer, we'll capture their answer in their words. We'll text that over to them along with the review link. And so they just got to copy and paste, right? I would, I would think that this is going to increase the amount of authentic reviews. Yep. I'll tell you why I say that. Because you don't have the pressure of telling another human being that their employee sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the survey is going to get out of the way, right? I mean, that's that's been the, the process for a long time. Survey, and then if the survey goes well, let's review. But think about the impact on marketing, the impact on your LSA, the impact on your SEO. Like, oh, my God, I'm not charging enough for this. <laughs> right. Like, seriously. And we will raise the price in the future. It's super, super cheap right now, in my opinion. Um, but then can I share one more thing with you? Yeah, of course. Um, imagine a world. Your, your, your salespeople don't like to follow up, do they? Like, we, we try like hell to get them to follow up. So um, I've been training human beings how to outbound and follow up for years. We've got a very, very good track record of doing that. So instead, I'm going to program myself in as your follow-up tool. So if there are things that are on the list that don't get purchased or you get a zero ticket, we're going to call back and ask a few questions. And then before we get them off the phone, we're going to ask them why they chose not to move forward with the repairs. And they will tell us because we're not there in front of them and there's no pressure and they're not hurting anybody's feelings. And then we'll be able to use our scripting to go ahead and close those deals, send them financing links and things like that. So uh, the sales follow-up is going to be module number four, because I think that's going to be the toughest and it'll only be as good as the data that we're provided. Uh, but think of the game changing, like if, oh my God, if I go into a $5 million company, I'm going to at least put another million dollars a year on the board. Yeah. Yeah. If they can get me the right data. Right. Which just means so, that your service technicians, your selling technicians, your CAs just need to put the shit in the system the right way, in the yeah. right boxes. Simple as that. Um, and then there's one other thing that I'll go ahead and share with you. And, and I don't know when I'll be able to accomplish this. It might be sooner than I think. But imagine a world where your technicians get in their car in the morning. Uh, or their, their van, they turn the key on, and five minutes later, they get a telephone call from my AI, and it role plays with them. Things like, I want to think about it. I got to talk to my wife. I got to get another quote. Your price is too high. My neighbor got one for five grand less, right? So we sharpen them up in the morning before they get to those first calls, and watch what happens to your sales. This is what I do, y'all. Like I, I am a sales guy, sales trainer. This is what I do. Watch what's going to happen. I'm going to make multi-millionaires doing this, Corey. Yeah, for sure. Have you, and I'm certain the, I know the answer to this. Like, I know, you know, you and I both know that you can, there is a voice component to ChatGPT. 
And I, so I tra- I've trained several GPTs, one of which is a sales AI GPT, whatever. And I trained it on, you know, Sandler sale, Sandler sales system, spin system, um, challenger. I don't remember the other one. It seemed like there was a fourth one, but either way, point is, is I'm like, okay. So I, I hit the audio thing and I start asking it questions. How would I do this? How do I help role play with me on this? Same thing as what you're talking about. And to have your knowledge inside of that or sales professionals knowledge inside of that is a total get because now I now if I can role play with my phone, it yeah. takes the human element out of it, which is the biggest problem. I mean, it's the most effective way to do it is have the human element. But right. this is the next best thing. And you can do it privately. Exactly. The pressure is not quite there as much. But and at the same time, we get to take notes with this of the conversation. So those notes can go directly to a sales manager and he can see where his people need help. That's right. 100 percent. And all that can be automated. Automated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100 percent. Yep. It'll, it'll we can automate it to just create create a report with what each guy needs to work on. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, It's total game changer. I mean, total freaking game changer. Um, I'm just stoked. I did want to say one last thing. Uh, I had uh, several things that, uh, well, I do have more of a personal question. So at the beginning, when you talked about how your your dad was pretty hard on you, um, and you have kids now, I have a child. And what I've found is that I, you know, I expect more from my kid than than I did. I was a shit kid, right? I got into trouble. I burnt down barns. I did everything you could think of. <laughs> and so I've noticed for me that I'm pretty hard on my kids in a way that sometimes is ridiculous. I don't mean like physically, but like. Like I expect everything to be to my standards. And I struggle with that. I struggle with being the the kind parent. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. What's been your experience with that? So yeah, my dad was tough. He was a disciplinarian. Um he spanked me, which I have no problem with. I, I do have a challenge with some of the reasons that I was spanked as a kid. Um, I only spank my children for defiance. If I tell you to do something and you defy me, then we will get a spanking. I believe that that is what the Bible assigns me, you know, to do as a parent, right? Um, so, but nothing outside of defiance gets a spanking. From me. I ask them questions. I get them to come to their own conclusion about the things that they did wrong. Um, and from an expectation perspective, I do have expectations that they get good grades because I know that's going to develop a certain discipline in them. But outside of that, my expectations for my kids are pretty low. And, you know, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. What I, the reason I think that I keep them that way is because I think so many parents, so many dads, especially, create this vision of what they think their child's life should be or their dream for their child. And then that gets pushed on the child. And so I've also found with training different human beings that different people are different, different things motivate different people. And it's not always going to be money. So um, 
I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to set an expectation of my children that they'll never reach. Um, I want them to know that I love them, that I'm there to support them, but I'm also tough, right? I don't just give them anything. They don't just get money from me. They've got to work for it, right? They've got to do my sales training, like my virtual uh, my virtual sales training for every video that they watch and they answer all the test questions, right? I'll pay them a dollar or two, right? And it goes over to their green light account. And then if they want to go get something, they can get it. But don't come to me telling me, daddy, can I have 10 bucks to ride my bike down to Walmart to buy something? No, the bank and daddy's closed. You can make your own money. You've got the path and the tools to do it. If you don't want to do it, then you can stay home. And you're, Correct me if I if my assumptions wrong here, but you know I I agree with that, and that's instilling good habits and instilling a good work ethic inside yeah. of children that otherwise Jesus they're not going to get that from anywhere else. It's certainly no. not learning that at school. That's for sure. Man, I bought all my own clothes since the time I was eleven years old. So, I mean, I didn't like the stuff, the Kmart and the Walmart shit that my parents were buying for me, the Kmart shoes that I couldn't stop in the the gym on. I mean, they would just slide all the way across the floor. Uh, I didn't get the cool stuff and I wanted to find fit in. Right. So I started using my money in the beginning just to buy something that would help me to fit in a little bit. So, I mean, uh, if I've been buying all my own clothes since I was 11, there's no reason my kids can't. If they, I'm not going to make that a requirement, but um, I want to give them the tools to go out and do that if they want to. Yeah, because that sure shit ain't putting the high end designer stuff on. Right, just they're just ruining it. So the last thing I want to say, um, and I just this is more really of a thank you to you. Um, you know, I I just want to tell this quick story. I reached out to you not long ago, um, and we had not had we, we've had several conversations, but not really personal conversations. No, and, and I ask you for a favor, um, to get me set up with a company nearby. Because I needed to work some, I need to do some work locally. And I just want to say, like, you reached your hand out and helped me. Um, and today I I will sign the contract whenever we get off this call. So ah, I just got off the phone with your guy. Good. And um, he's bringing me in to manage his whole sales team, and which is great, you know, which is not even what I asked you for, but ultimately it's exactly what I need to be doing. So yeah. I just want to say from, you know, from my heart to yours, like, I really appreciate you and the kind of person that you are because you showed me your true colors. Like, and, you know, not everybody would do that. And so you stuck your neck out for me and I appreciate that. Well, that's my pleasure, man. Um, I, I feel like uh, I was able to help you and to help them create a great match and hopefully it creates a sense of obligation with that client for future business for me. Uh, because he offered to, to pay me an override or to, to compensate me for bringing you over, but I don't want it. Um, I just wanted to help make the connection. Um, you don't always have to get paid for everything, guys. The more that you give, the more that you get long-term. So just help people, take care of people, love on people, man, as much as you can. They need it. They really do. So last thing, Mastermind's coming up. This is, I'm going to put this out before. Um, I'll put this out this week because I told you I would. Um, so that's coming up January twenty fourth is check in six p.m. Check out is the twenty eighth, which is a Sunday. Okay. So it will be staying together for four nights and three days at the Grand Hollow Mansion in Orlando. 
And what are what can people expect? Is this for owners? Is this for technicians? Is this for both? What do we what should they expect? Owners, technicians, and comfort advisors typically attend. And um, so we have we talked earlier, Corey, about how there's an 80-20 right now. A lot of contractors are really focused on the 80% equipment sales. Well, and we also talked about how I didn't even sell equipment my first two years, right? So I'm really, really good at the indoor air quality service uh, maintenance side of the business and water treatment and the electrical. I'm really, really good at that. And uh, I'm I'm well known for taking guys with three, four, five hundred dollar average tickets and turning them into fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred dollars. A lot of the people that you know that are super successful out there today that would be big names that I could say right now we had a massive part in helping to make that happen. So the first two days, we'll be covering the sales process with IAQ, water treatment capacitors, all of the parts and pieces in the business. We'll be providing you with scripting on how to actually say what you need to say with the client. And then I'm going to teach you how to get the client to come to their own conclusion that something needs to be done through the use of questions. You guys are vomiting all over your clients right now. When you talk to them, you don't talk your way into a sale. You talk your way out of them. You listen your way into a sale. So we're going to teach you how to ask the right questions, a a beautiful formula for keeping the customer's attention and getting them to say, how much is this going to cost? What do we do about this? Um, Too many people are just trying to push stuff on clients instead of pulling them in. And that's what we'll teach people how to do. And then on the third day, My executive coach, Don Johnson, is going to be working on language patterns, the tone and inflection and how to actually present stuff. So he'll be role playing with people, getting them tuned up, sharpened up to go back and absolutely crush when they get in their truck. Um, People typically tell us that they make their money back from the class within the first seven to 14 days in additional sales that they never otherwise would have made. And then so Saturday, he'll work with them. And then Saturday, I'm taking the high dollar, high ticket, comfort advisor type salespeople. And I'm going to add another million or $2 million to their annual revenue uh, working with them on Saturday. And then Sunday, we leave. So lodgings included, foods included. Uh, you, do, you don't go anywhere. We stay together like a family, right? There's not going to be anybody running off and getting themselves into trouble anywhere. Make sense? Makes sense. Makes total sense. So uh, that's what we're doing. Corey, the best way for people to find me is to really just text me. So my my people think I'm crazy for giving my cell phone number out, but um, my cell number is 239-848-6533. Um, and if you text that number, if uh, I'm not available to take care of you, I will shift one of my team members over, over to, to, to help you out. So, uh, yeah, that'd be amazing, man. It's going to be a good time. And where can people, where, and how could be, should people connect with you the same way about for the AI? Uh, yes. And or working with you with your training, same yes. exact way? Yes. Um, hang on a second. There's, <laughs> we do have a website, but there's so many of them that I, I sometimes forget. I think it is uh, leapninjaai.com is the website that you can go to to hear some more of those uh, demos. And then you can also book a call with me right on that landing page. So I think it's leadninjaai.com. 
it forwards to something else. So I can't really see it, what, what the actual address is. But you can absolutely text me, and, and I can make sure that you get taken care of. Perfect. Gene, it's been a great conversation, my friend. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this. And uh, yeah, super grateful for you, brother. I'm super grateful for you allowing us to uh, use your platform. man. Um, I know that you've got a bunch of people that you're connected with that I'm not. And um, I'm forever grateful for that. My family is grateful for it. We appreciate you and everything that you do, man. So anything I can do for you in the future, just let me know. And, and same thing for all the listeners out there. Um, look, you, you don't have to pay me to, to learn from me. There's a lot of free content, a lot. Um, but we a lot of training yesterday that was free. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. We did some, we did uh, 45 minutes of it this morning for free. Um, and Tuesday as well. So tune into the social net, the channels. Um, I think my Facebook is Gene S slave G N E S S L A D E. People want to find me there. So perfect. Thank you, Corey. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.